Welcome to OpenSAP Invites, your invitation to learn with us on the go. Welcome to OpenSAP Invites. I'm your host, Elisabeth Riemann, and in this episode, we talk to Dr. Harsh Jagadisan about integration and APIs to understand why they're the foundation upon which intelligent enterprises are built. We talk about use cases, integration building blocks, and integration black belts, and learn about SAP's strategy for integration. Harsh explains the most common integration challenges to us and presents the tools SAP provides to enable truly integrated and intelligent enterprises. Dr. Harsh Jigadisson is Vice President and Head of Product Management and Strategy for Integration at SAP SE. Harsh helps global enterprises to craft and execute their API and integration strategies in their journey towards an intelligent enterprise. Harsh has 20 years of varied experience in enterprise apps, platforms, data, and process management solutions. Harsh holds a PhD in computer science. Let's say hello. Hi, Harsh. Welcome to Open SAP Invite. Thank you so much for uh, having me, Lucy. I've been a user of Open SAP, learning from Open SAP, and also been uh, uh, been an instructor in Open SAP. So I'm really proud and happy to be here with you, Lucy. Excellent. Thank you. It's our pleasure. And it's great for me personally to be able to work with you again in the name of integration. Now, Hush, your name, I think, is truly synonymous with integration topics at SAP. And as you just mentioned, I'm sure that many of our open SAP learners already know you. And I think some of them, at least, might also remember that the two of us worked together with the team on the 2019 MOOC, Simplify Integration with SAP Cloud Platform. What do you remember best? I think OpenSAP is a great medium to connect with the learners globally, right? We had people coming in from South America all the way to New Zealand. We had 17 to 20,000 people uh, coming in there as a community and learning uh, the best of knowledge from the experts. Uh, that's what I really like about OpenSAP. And the specific thing that I like about our course, apart from all the serious thing, was the fun teaser that we did together. Uh, and all the time I spent in the studio um, getting inputs from Miguel to be better in front of the camera. So those were my best parts of the OpenSAP experience. Thank you. So, Harsh, can you tell us, what do you love about integration? For me, integration is an opportunity for enterprises. It's an opportunity for enterprises to offer a frictionless experience to their customers, right? A connected experience which they can all relish. It's an opportunity for enterprises to really empower their front lines of employees so they can offer the best service and make the right decisions and have a very fulfilled job. It's an opportunity for enterprises to be best run enterprises, intelligent enterprises. Uh, that's why I really like and passionate, I'm really uh, passionate about integration and the opportunity it provides us to uh, provides to our customers, right? So I actually summarize all of this in a very simple equation. Um, I have a techie math engineering background and uh, it's, it's all about equations. So uh, integration is uh, one plus one greater than infinity. That's how I express the tremendous opportunity that integration APIs and events provide our customers. Um, to make it more tangible and concrete, think about a retailer and um, if they're able to know what their consumers are really looking at 
um, or the needs of their consumers in real time at the zero moment. And they're able to respond to those needs at any time of the day, at any channel of the customers choosing, uh, they will have these customers for life, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's all about bringing uh, the, um, the demand chain and the supply chain together to be able to have a 360 degree view of your customers and be able to fulfill their needs and integration can allow you to do that. Think about a global manufacturer of goods who's actually sourcing components from different parts of the world. Uh, if they have a real-time integrated and resilient supply chain, they'll be able to uh, manufacture in real-time, keep their inventory slow, um, and really keep the promise to the customer by collaborating with their network of suppliers. Uh, and last but not the least, if you're a healthcare provider and if you know patients' preconditions, if you have all the, all of this data, you'll be able to offer the best health outcomes to uh, the patients, right? So in every industry and every global context, um, integration can allow you uh, this infinite opportunities, right? So in summary, uh, it's all about offering these limitless possibilities summarized in one plus one greater than infinity. I love that equation. That's brilliant. And so easy to remember as well. That's great. Before we continue to talk about integration as a whole, um, I was thinking perhaps we could start by clarifying some of the basics for everyone. We have some key terms that we refer to time and again, and these include APIs, for example, events, workflows, functions. So I was wondering, can you tell us individually what each of these building blocks are and how they come together within the integration context? Sure. So uh, let's demystify these terms and try to get to the most fundamental understanding of what these mean, right? So APIs are like Lego bricks. We all used to playing with Lego bricks and building beautiful worlds um, where our imagination uh, were the limits uh, to what we could build. So APIs for me and events as well, now increasingly so, are like these Lego building blocks. Uh, that's the foundation on top of which you can then craft new applications, new processes, new business models. What do APIs do? They expose data. They expose some reusable services, uh, expose some actions in a way that they could be really combined together as new business processes, as new applications, as new business models. Um, what integration then does is on top, connect these APIs together into end-to-end -end value streams. And these value streams could be end-to-end -end processes like lead to cash, source to pay, design to operate. Um, and these end-to-end -end processes offer these connected experiences to customers, employees, and partners. So in summary, APIs on events are like the Lego bricks, the building blocks for any digital transformation initiative, and then integration and workflows are on top, uh, which build higher value add items on top of these building blocks. And we talk a lot of the acronym API. Can you remind us what the acronym actually stands for? I don't know if anyone actually uses the full term, but just for completeness sake. Uh, APIs are application programming interfaces. Uh, these are interfaces to data, interfaces to processes, interfaces to services. And APIs, by the way, are not new, right? I mean, there is a big hype around APIs now. Everything is an API, but they are not new. SAP has been doing APIs uh, for a long time now. Remember, business application APIs are BAPIs, 
which was exposing SAP functionality uh, for a long, long time now. And our customers still use these uh, business APIs uh, to build on top of SAP. Our ecosystem still uses it. So uh, basic definition APIs are application programming interfaces. And Harsh, when we talk about integration at SAP, we like to use the phrase, an intelligent enterprise is an integrated enterprise. And so I'd like to ask you if you can explain this phrase to us in real terms. Intelligent enterprises are best-run businesses. What they do is in real time, they have this real-time closed-loop feedback that help them turn insight into action continuously. They're able to combine the front office experiences and the back office operations in a very nice way. And what does it allow them to do? It allows them to deliver best customer experience, uh, an employee a product and a brand experience, and also achieve superior outcomes such as data-driven innovation, process excellence through automation, being able to launch new business term models, build a digital ecosystem through business networks, um, and this is what, um, by applying modern technologies, cloud-native technologies and intelligent technologies, intelligent enterprises are able to do. They're able to turn insight into action continuously. When we say intelligent enterprises are integrated enterprises, we mean that integration is a foundation for intelligent enterprises. It is the central nervous system that connects different parts of the enterprises and moves data and events constantly so the enterprise can really get this insight in one part of the enterprise and be able to act on it in another part because it's continuously connected in real time. And uh, all this is possible through a strong integration foundation. That's why we say intelligent enterprises are integrated enterprises. And I do like the appeal of looking at integration as being the central nervous system. So Hash, now that we or fully understand exactly what an integrated intelligent enterprise is. Can you talk us through some of the main business advantages of that for our customers? Yeah, um, it's always important to um, actually look at how technology enables business outcomes. So if I think about three big business outcomes that our customers uh, get out of an integrated intelligent enterprise, the first one is process excellence. It's about breaking down departmental silos and thinking in terms of value streams, such as lead to cash, uh, which go all the way from front office to back office to be able to combine your supply chain, your demand chain with your supply chain. Um, it's about um, getting employees across these different departments to be able to collaborate and deliver the best experience and outcomes to customers uh, and also having the right uh, data in hand in real time to be able to make the best decisions, right? So process excellence is the foundational piece or the business outcome that you get if you're an intelligent enterprise. The second one is the customer experience. No matter which channel the customer reaches out to you, whether it's an online channel, an offline channel, um, how do you really deliver a frictionless experience, right? And um, in this generation, it's all about experiences. I can tell you uh, my daughter who's 10 years old will not touch anything or work with anything digitally if it doesn't deliver the best experience to her. Good honor. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's all about experience. People are willing to pay more for experience and convenience these days, right? Um, and that's the whole experience economy that's um, unraveling and unfolding in front of us. And people want to do business with companies that offer them the best experience. So that's the second business outcome 
that an intelligent integrated enterprise can deliver, which is connected experience. The third one is about innovation and transformation. When you look at innovation, it's about combining different things that you know into new value, right? It's about value creation. And it's not done in isolation just by yourself. You do it and uh, do it together with your ecosystem, with your customers. And if you have these building blocks that I talked about, APIs and events, then you can recompose things and innovate new business models on top of it. So in summary, it's about three things. It's about process excellence, superior connected experiences, which offer frictionless experience. And the third one is about innovation and transformation. Uh, together with your ecosystem and customers. These are the three big business outcomes that uh, integrated intelligent enterprise can deliver. So now could you perhaps explain to us the SAP integration strategy itself? What are we doing moving things forward here on the integration front? Sure, this is a great question. And it's also important to understand how integration has become a C-suite discussion, right? Um, Our... CEO Christian Klein talks about integration as a strategic lever, as a strategic uh, driver, right? And uh, our board members, Jurgen and Thomas, talk about how integration is important for the intelligent enterprise, for our business network strategy, for our industry cloud strategy. So integration for SAP is at the center of our core product strategy. And our integration strategy at SAP is very simple. Deliver an integrated intelligent enterprise for our customers. How do we do this? We do this by offering out-of-the-box integrations across end-to-end business processes, such as recruit to retire, source to pay, uh, design to operate, and lead to cash. And this leads to process excellence. Our customers don't have to do this uh, across their heterogeneous landscape. We deliver it out-of-the-box across SAP partner and non-SAP systems. Right. Um, how do we do this? Uh, more concretely, we deliver 1,700 plus pre-built business process integrations across SAP partners and non-SAP, wow. where we think about this as Netflix for integration. <laughs> yeah. We're not just offering integration platform or integration technology. We offer integration outcomes. Right. And that's the most uh, simple way that you could define our integration strategy. It's at the center of entire product strategy. Uh, at the center of SAP strategy, and we do it by offering out-of-the-box integration. And that's a big advantage, right, to really offer this out-of-the-box content that's really easy to use, and so our customers really can start working on their own integration journey. Absolutely. Brilliant. So I'd like to ask you now, what specific solutions does SAP offer for integration? And with this question, Harsh, I think it would be great if we could start to maybe demystify just a little bit CPI, to go with the acronyms again, you can clarify this in a minute. So CPI, PI and PO, (laughs) data integration tools for us. Um, What does all of this mean? And what does SAP really provide here for integration? I'm going to take a time machine, go back in history and really talk about it from that perspective. SAP always offered interfaces, IDOCs and BAPIs and opened up the capabilities because an SAP system, a ERP system was at the center of a customer's landscape and it always had to connect with other systems that are around, either within the landscape, application to application, or with other businesses from a B2B context, right? So we always provided those interfaces. 20 years back, uh, we had to uh, provide an EC solution, an integration solution, Uh, in order to be able to connect SAP systems with other systems in the landscape um, 
CRM systems were trying to come up at that point of time. SRM systems were getting more codified, uh, supply relationship management. Supply chain systems were emerging. And there needed to be a very simple way to connect these systems, no matter which language they spoke, right? So 20 years back, we started with XI, um, right? The exchange infrastructure, uh, which later become, became process integration, PI. And that's been the uh, important component of any SAP landscape so far, right? We have several thousand PI customers who are using that to integrate um, with uh, SAP systems. PI evolved into process orchestration, bringing in business process management, business rules management, um, in a way, and adding B2B integration, trading partner management, uh, to become a really um, world-leading integration platform for our SAP customers. Right Over the course of 20 years, um, integration has become more and more strategic. There are API-based integration, event-based integration. Uh, there are heterogeneous environments, multi-cloud environments. And therefore, um, six years back, uh, around 2014, we launched a cloud platform integration, CPI, earlier called HCI HANA Cloud Integration and later becoming CPI. All the name changes. <laughs> Absolutely. As the cloud-based integration platform, we took a conscious choice to build it grounds up with cloud native technology uh, so that it can scale for cloud scale message processing. And that uh, in hindsight was the best decision we made. We did not take our existing middleware that was running on premise um, and just stick it up in the cloud, but we actually uh, went back to the drawing board with all those 15 years of learning, looked at the new patterns, integration patterns and styles that were coming up and built a completely cloud native platform. Uh, we also applied a lot of open source. We use Camel, we use Kafka um, in order for that to really scale um, at cloud scale. We made sure it could run on a multi-cloud foundation so it could be deployed and fully managed in the hyperscalers of the world, the AWS, the Azure's of the world, the AliCloud of the world, uh, and also you know, make sure that it can run in a hybrid environment. Right. So we went from PI, PO, into CPI on the cloud, right? And CPI over the past five years has matured uh, significantly. Uh, we added capabilities like API management on top. We added open connectors. We added enterprise messaging for events. And uh, CPI itself became the cloud platform integration suite, which is SAP's Swiss Army knife for integration. Excellent. It's a toolkit for integration available in multi-cloud environments and it's SAP's hybrid integration platform. Um, SAP has always been a leader in integration. The, the promise of SAP CRP was an integrated business processes, right? Um, and now we see customers transitioning from PI and PO into the SAP integration suite, which is a logical successor for PI. So if you are a customer re-looking at your integration needs now and trying to future-proof your integration strategy, then you should start with SAP Cloud Platform Integration Suite, CPIS for short, and try to see how you can consolidate your integration landscape, PI, PO, other third-party integration solutions onto Cloud Platform Integration Suite. 
It's fascinating that you took us on that journey back in time, 20 years, <laughs> to really explain the evolution of the integration strategy at SAP and how we're now really equipped for multi-cloud and it's really all future-proof. So that's really, really interesting. Thank you, Harsh. Yeah. And you're very experienced in this field as well. I don't know how many years experience you have if you want to share that with us. Yeah, I've been uh, doing tech for 20 years now and uh, APIs and integration for uh, half half that time. So um, the best part about all of this is of my current job today is having a ringside view into the digital transformation that's taking part in every industry. We are living in unprecedented times. There is a startup somewhere in some corner of the globe has the same kind of access to another startup that's in Silicon Valley or Berlin or one of these tech hubs. And this startup with access to hyperscaler tools with all the free knowledge uh, and the MOOC courses like OpenSAP can actually go ahead and build ground-changing tech, right? And this can disrupt uh, companies that have been entrenched in this field for a long, long time. So there is disruption that's happening everywhere and I have a ringside view to how the uh, enterprises across the world are responding to this disruption. In every industry, in banking, when you're talking about FinTech, in financial services, where there is really democratization of services, in retail, um, in consumer products, in entertainment and sports, uh, it's really fascinating. And uh, I really like to share these experiences with other customers being their trusted advisor when they want to craft a digital strategy with APIs and integration. And you talked about your experience, and I'm sure over the years you've also come across and really overcome certain challenges that customers have presented to us uh, with their own integration journey or strategy. Can you tell us how you've really solved some of the challenges that customers have faced? It's about customer landscapes that are becoming really, really complex. These landscapes are huge. We have customers who still use mainframe systems back in the days, right? It evolves like how Rome evolves. If, if you do a software archaeology uh, <laughs> across these landscapes, you will see traces of everything, right? All the way from mainframes to microservices. Trace everything back. Absolutely. Uh, and because these landscapes have evolved that way, these landscapes are huge. They are heterogeneous. There is, it's not a one vendor landscape. There are multiple vendors, custom grown tools. It's really heterogeneous and now increasingly hybrid, right? So these are the three hedges of the landscape, huge, heterogeneous and hybrid. And hybrid, we mean on-premise and cloud, right? That's what we mean with, with hybrid. On-premise cloud and uh, everything in between like private cloud and managed cloud to, you know, almost public cloud. Uh, is what we say hybrid uh, is, right? It could also be um, edge because there are a lot of edge computing that's happening where there are IoT devices, oil rigs. It's it's uh, all that bunch uh, which we actually put under hybrid, right? Now, the simple question is, how do you hide all this complexity? And how do you really expose the data and services in a simple way so that you could really innovate on top, mm -hmm. right? How do you actually move your, keep your lights on dollars to innovation dollars, right? That's the biggest problem that CIOs have. And that's uh, huge. It, it is really huge because uh, imagine you spend most of your IT budgets just keeping the lights on, right? Mm -hmm. And then IT is seen as 
really legacy organization and then there is peripheral innovation happening uh, sparked by led by the business leaders right so the biggest job uh, the biggest challenge that the cio needs to solve is how can i hide all this complexity and how do i really create simplicity on top mm-hmm. right so apis is at the hinge of hiding this complexity opening up data opening up services opening up events opening up actions in a very simple way like lego bricks uh, and act as like an enablement layer on top of which you can innovate right that's the most important challenge to be able to hide this complexity and open up for innovation so harsh um what's the high level integration and api strategy and approach that you recommend to our customers Uh, that's that's another really good question we talked about the challenges of being able to hide the complexity and being able to expose simplicity uh, on top that cios uh, today face right when we have to uh, formulate an integration and api strategy the most important thing is uh, the mindset right it's about moving from a duct tape integration to dry integration what do i mean by that when you have to uh, solve an integration challenge you look at it as a point challenge and trying to uh, duct tape two systems together you, you know even <laughs> at sometimes sticking two systems together with chewing gum um, you have to move to dry integration and dry is don't repeat yourself in software architecture right and how do you go to dry integration it's by using apis and events as the building blocks right Uh, if you may as another brick in the wall <laughs> so you can actually uh, you know use them as building blocks to build uh, bigger innovations and applications and processes on top right so when we talk to customers the first thing that we talk to them about is how do they accelerate their integration by out of the box integrations what are their integration scenarios all the out of the box integration that sap provides is based on the dry philosophy where we have data apis and service apis from different sap systems and third party systems exposed and we have integration flows that actually um can connect this out of the box right by the way even those process level apis can be exposed in turn to combine it uh, as another building block as part of another bigger process so, so it's always an additive architecture an additive mindset right so customers start with out of the box integration and then they think about how do i uh, do open integration in terms of opening up um all my different uh, systems the data in those systems the services the decisions um as well as events as apis and then use them as building blocks to do new processes new workflows um new business models and also exposing them to partners so they can connect with partners in real time right so it's all about uh, thinking in terms of additive strategy thinking in terms of dry don't repeat yourself and using apis and events to accelerate uh, the strategy that's the high level pitch or that's the high level guidance that we give our customers Yeah and it's really good to have that kind of midterm goal in sight as well that we're not kind of duct taping systems together it really is talking about developing an integration strategy with the customer starting simple and then building up on it over time using the different building blocks of the APIs the Absolutely. events and really looking at the business need that they have there and not just actually connecting things for the sake of it exactly so that was a really good overview i think of the theory maybe you can talk us through some customer use cases some real life scenarios because that's really good i think for an even better understanding 
So if you look at uh, customer use cases, we have close to 11,500 customers which are using different parts of our integration portfolio on the cloud, right? On mm-hmm. our uh, enterprise integration platform as a service on the cloud. They use it from process integration for tying end-to-end processes, right? Um, all the big customers, uh, starting from BASF to Colgate to Nike to Adidas, um, all uh, use our platform to do process integration. They use our out-of-the-box integration uh, to accelerate their process integration. We have customers who use our platform to do traditional B2B integration and, and modern B2B with APIs. So if you talk about customers like Merck, if you talk about customers like Changi Airport, uh, Zulik Pharma, these are all uh, Innovation Award winner customers uh, who use um, our integration solution for B2B and to build digital ecosystems, right? Uh, we also have customers who are exposing APIs to low-code, no-code uh, application development tools. So you can build multi-experience applications. You can build chatbots. Uh, for example, Centrica takes an API-first strategy to expose all their assets. They also use uh, what Gartner calls as a digital integration hub architecture, where they are getting data from multiple systems, staging it on HANA uh, as, a, as an in-memory data grid, and then exposing data through APIs uh, so that uh, customers don't have to see uh, mesmerizing circles in their apps. Uh, they get responses uh, that come in in split seconds, right? Uh, so we have Harrods um, who are offering a fashion marketplace out there using our technology, right? Um, we have Natura Cosmetics. They have 1.8 million uh, sellers of their cosmetic project uh, products world over who use integration and APIs uh, for this digital transformation use case. Um, last but not the least, we have PostNL, which, uh, I mean, you know the postal industry is going through significant disruption. None of us are sending uh, postcards and uh, letters anymore. No, not even I am, and I love sending posts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So PostNL reinvented by being part of the e-commerce industry because all of us are ordering a lot of things online and there are parcels. And PostNL is offering services like address cleansing services, uh, delivery notification services, and stuff like that to other e-commerce players like Bold.com in Netherlands, which is like Amazon.com uh, for Netherlands, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a lot of these customers doing um, you know, digital transformation use cases, uh, leveraging... Um, APIs and events as Lego bricks for this digital transformation, using integration uh, as a way, as a central nervous system to connect different parts of their organization and be uh, intelligent enterprises. And uh, we are very privileged to have them as customers. We've learned a lot in in that journey. um, And uh, we look forward uh, to more digital transformation use cases. Yeah, and they're the digital transformations that our customers have been going through together with SAP. Um, What are some of the specific steps that they actually need to implement? The first thing that we always talk about is look at the business outcome, see if this is a process excellence use case. Is this about uh, having this end-to-end process views, breaking down the departmental silos, um, having data flow like a river across these processes, right? or is it about offering connected experiences for customers at the device of their choice, multi-experience and so on and so forth? Or is it about agility or composability, right? 
um, I mean, we have a dramatic situation like COVID where you want to recompose your processes and be really resilient, right? Uh, we have airlines which are opening up chatbots to engage with the increasing load that they get from their consumers and helping them rebook, right? So uh, think about the business outcomes to start with. Think about how they tie up with uh, what you as a business want to do. Um, how you try to innovate yourself and position yourself in your industry. So it should all start from there, right? The next thing is to think about how do I connect? Integration is a given. If whatever digital transformation project you do, if you're going to build apps, if you're going to open up for low-code, no-code app development, if you're going to do uh, AI and ML, right, and get insights from your data, if you're going to do data warehousing, whatever you do on top, at the foundation, you have integration, Right. So get that integration right. Get your integration strategy right. Do not have duct tape integration strategy. Have a dry integration strategy, which are based on APIs and events, right? Uh, use out-of-the-box integration facts that SAP delivers to accelerate the, your enterprise integrations. Really open up all your digital assets, your data, your services, your decisions, um, your events, as APIs and events, and use them as Lego bricks for your digital transformation architecture. Those are the three things, right? Focus on your business outcomes, adopt out-of-the-box integration and a strong integration strategy. Uh, think about open integration. Think about uh, APIs and events as Lego bricks for your digital transformation journey. And last but not the least, use hybrid integration platform, an API platform, and don't build all of this at home. Right, all of this in your enterprises. Use something that uh, I mean, the SAP's integration suite is a really cloud-native hybrid integration platform available in all kinds of multi-cloud environments, supporting holistic integration. Use that, and then accelerate your journey from there. So those are my top three uh, things uh, out of my mind when someone's starting on a digital transformation project. They're really good, clear steps, easy to remember too. Um, while we're talking about using the content and the tools that are there, this leads nicely to my next question. Um, it's a standard question, but I do like to ask this one, and it's related to what's on the SAP integration roadmap. It's a tough one, but can you give us any insights? No commitment here, just kind of <laughs> an indication of some of the good things that are to come. So uh, I'm going to talk about uh, a few things, right? Maybe I'll try to summarize it into top three things that's cooking in the labs here at SAP, right? <laughs> and I would also encourage uh, the viewers to go take a look at our Roadmap Explorer at roadmaps.sap.com, where we provide full transparency on what's coming up in the next months, right? So if I have to break things down as three big, big bucket items, right? The first one is... Um, we want to provide end-to-end -end business process integration for the integrated intelligence suite. By the end of this year, we would cover, have 90% coverage of all these standard integrations that go across uh, the end-to-end -end business processes, right? Additionally, we are working with partners, so partners can build additional integration packs and pre-built integrations. Uh, so if you're using an ISV solution, which is an SAP partner, uh, like Avalara, then you simply turn on Avalara and turn on an integration pack and it should be connected to SAP automatically, right? Uh, we're also opening it up so there are other SI partners who we'd like to partner with to build more and more integration packs to offer out-of-the-box integration and have end-to-end -end coverage, right? So that's one thing that we are really focusing on, end-to-end business process integration, which is out of the box for 
lead to cash, source to pay, recruit to retire, and design to operate processes, right? The next thing is, how do we embed integration into our industry clouds um, and our business networks, right? Um, we have our business network like Ariba, which is a network of suppliers and buyers. And we've embedded integration technology into Ariba so you could really onboard uh, suppliers very, very quickly, right? And all of this technology is really used by line of business users, not really by integration experts. We empower the line of business users to use it. And then comes in, in industry clouds like the logistics business network where integration is really embedded so you can connect to multiple logistics providers uh, very, very easily. Right? So that's the second thing, to be able to embed integration and democratize it, empower line of business users to use it as part of their business process in terms of, say, a business network like Ariba or an industry cloud like a logistics business network. Right? And the third thing is the integration suite itself, the platform that's the foundation for all of this integration. And there they, we are working on three main things. One is... Having this across all multi-cloud environments, we already have it now. We're onboarding more and more customers in this uh, multi-cloud offering. We're also helping customers move from PI into the integration suite in a multi-cloud context. A lot of our customers are in the S4HANA transformation journey. For S4HANA, integration suite is the recommended integration platform from SAP. And we are helping customers in that journey, all these digital transformation use cases we talked about, right? Um, the second thing is uh, we're working on hybrid deployment. So you could actually take that and deploy it into your on-premise environments if you're in a regulated industry, so data does not go into the cloud. We're actually trying uh, working on a hybrid deployment, and beginning next year, we will have a hybrid deployment uh, coming up for the integration suite. The third and most important thing for us is developer productivity. Can we achieve joy of use for the integration developer who's spending... 10 to 12 hours, uh, 12 hours of his day uh, using our tools. Can we uh, you know, create that joy of use? And that's the third big thing that we are spending our calories on. So that's, uh, in a nutshell, what we are trying to do across three layers, the business process integration for the uh, intelligent suite, uh, the whole industry cloud and business network integration where we are embedding integration for LOB users, and last but not the least, the innovations on the integration platform, which is the integration suite itself. Thank you. Um, Hash, as a final question for today, what is the integration black belt program exactly? And how can we learn more? And when can we expect the next sessions? Black belts are people at the, um, the cream de la cream who have the supreme skills and talent, right? Uh, think about visualize, uh, Master Shifu from Kung Fu Panda, who's at the top of his uh, uh, of of the pyramid, right? So integration black belts are trusted advisors. They are trusted advisors to uh, our customers to help their CIOs, chief digital officers, uh, the head of integration to leverage integration and APIs uh, in a very strategy context, right? So they have all the knowledge across, you know, what's happening in the industry, across different industries, what's happening in technology from an integration perspective, and are the trusted advisors uh, to our customers, right? We launched this program internally at SAP. 
SAP has some brilliant talent on APIs and integration globally everywhere. Uh, we worked with 150 plus integration black belts today. They're all certified integration black belts available at SAP in different market units across COEs and sales engineering, um, CEs, customer engagement initiatives, customer executives, customer success managers who can actually guide our customers, right? We have 150 plus. And based on this, we had a very strong interest from our partners. And in summer, we opened it up to our partners and we now have uh, 50 plus partners and counting uh, who become certified black belts and trusted advisors, right? So black belts uh, is our way to take all the knowledge and distill all of that and help people become this uh, uh, trusted black, you know, advisors to our customers, right? And we also launched the LinkedIn Live to use that as a way to take this black belt knowledge and then share it with a wider audience. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why I'm really excited about integration black belts. Um, I mean, we launched it beginning of the year within SAP and in summer with our partners. We see a huge, um, you know, need for something like this and where people uh, are willing to upgrade their skills to um, a master black belt level and help our customers in their digital transformation journey. Wonderful. I love the glimpse of the Kung Fu Panda, thinking about the whole Black Belt <laughs> initiative. Um, that's amazing. And I think it really instills you with confidence to know when you want to kind of start your own integration journey, think about the business need and really know that you have these trusted advisors at your side from SAP. So that's really excellent. Harsh, thank you so very, very much for sharing your time and your knowledge and experience with us today on Open SAP Invites. Thanks so much for having me here, Lucy. I really enjoyed the conversation. Now, open SAP news and reviews. And for the new academic year, we have a lot that's new. So here we go. Starting October 7th, we have Get Started with Innovation Culture and Key Technical Topics in a System Conversion to SAP S4HANA. Next is Human Experience Management, the next phase of HR, which starts October 13th and use SAP AI Business Services to kickstart your intelligent processes, which starts October 14th. Next, we have Building Apps with the ABAP RESTful Application Programming Model, which starts October 19th. Also starting October 19th is Delivering Value with Intelligent Innovations in SAP S4HANA. And starting October 20th, we have how to build chatbots with SAP Conversational AI and be visual sketching basics for IT business, which starts October 28th. To read more details and enroll for free, see open.sap.com forward slash courses. Happy learning. Thanks for listening to Open SAP Invites. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate and leave a review. And don't miss your next invite. Subscribe now.